to pour down the goodness of God. Please, I'd like you to try to forget some of the things that are trying to weigh you down right now. And try to picture the goodness of God. Friends, I tell you that God has been good to us. God has been merciful to us. Bring everything down. Hallelujah. For a moment, I'd like you to begin to pray from your spirit. I came here to meet you, Jesus. I understand there are people in this house that are of a heavy heart. And why you came here was to encounter the God that gives joy. You can sing all you want. But there is a garment of praise that can come upon you. And I'd like you to lift up your spirit. There's often a time when we have this vacuum inside of us that only God can feel. And until we open up to God and say, God, you see, I have tried this and I've tried that. It's not working. I need you now. That emptiness goes back with us. That emptiness goes back with us. Can you pray from your spirit? Jesus, I need an infilling. It is why I came. The champion the host above and captain of my destiny. Come on now. In you alone, I make my voice shout out. Listen, hallelujah is a combination of two words, Hallel and Jehovah. Hallel means to post in Jehovah. So when you say hallelujah, I am posting in Jehovah. I like you to understand that Hallel was what David did when he was telling Goliath, you to me with sword, but I come to you in the name of Jehovah. I want you to post in the face of that trouble. When we sing worship, it's not in the face of joy. It is in the face of trouble. David looked at Goliath. You want to kill post in Jehovah. And I can imagine God sat in heaven and said, Who is that person that is provoking my integrity? And because of that provocation, anywhere that stone had hit Goliath, Goliath would have fallen. Because Jehovah came into the ministry. So I'd like you to say, because of this, maybe this thing is wearing me down, but I post in Jehovah. Maybe this thing is trying to, maybe I did not write my exam well. Maybe I did not read well for tomorrow's exam, but I I post in Jehovah. I post in Jehovah. He is the champion of my destiny. Now that you have an understanding, can you sing that song well? He is the champion. Come on, lift up your voice. The champion of
are standing, turn with me your Bibles to the book of John, chapter 4. John chapter 4, I like to read from verse 19. Media, please help us with this sound. Please let me have the strings in the background. The Spirit of God is going to help us today. I prophesy to somebody that cloud of darkness over your head. I see the Lord moving it away right now. I don't know who I'm speaking to, but I believe I'm speaking to somebody. There is a cloud somebody's head here. And the Spirit of God just spoke to me now that that cloud is being shifted out now. In the name of Jesus Christ. You will come here and testify. John chapter 4 verse 19. I'll read into verse 22. Please, I'd like you to follow me in your Bible. Verse 19. The woman said unto him, Sir, I perceive that thou art a prophet. Our fathers worshipped in this mountain. I came to ask and I met people worshipping in chapel of praise. And I joined them. And the woman asked Jesus. Uh, he said, and you say that in Jerusalem is where we ought to worship, where men ought to worship. Jesus said unto her, woman, believe me, the hour cometh when ye shall neither in this mountain nor yet in Jerusalem worship the Father. Verse 22, my emphasis. He said, ye worship, ye know not what. You worship, you know not what. I beg to ask somebody in this place, why did you come to church this morning? Is it because you are serving in a unit? Ye worship, ye know not what. He said, but we know not, we will know what we worship because we are the Jews. And salvation is of the Jews. Friend, why do you worship? Who do you worship? Do you know who you worship? Ye worship, you know not what. I'd like you to close your eyes. I'd like you to close your eyes. I'd like you to pray. Pray, Lord, reveal to me who I worship. He said that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom. And revelation in the knowledge of him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened. Oh God, enlighten my eyes, that I may know what is the hope of your calling and what the riches of your glory is, the inheritance of the saints. Lord, open my eyes. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. You could be seated in the presence of God. Can we put our heads together for Jesus? I shall be speaking this morning briefly on what I titled Kingdom Worship that ascends the throne and provokes revival. This is the season where we have been studying about worshipping God. We have been studying about accessing God through worship. And by general definition, people think worship is that moment in church where they come, and hear, they come here and sing slow songs. As a matter of fact, we have grown with this. But I have been Changing this concept, is this really worship? God will help us in the name of Jesus Christ. I'd like you to understand that we are living in a world that is full of deception. I'd like you to understand that many people don't even know what they, why they do what they do. Many people are just doing something for the sake that everybody is doing it. 
I understand that we are living in a generation where it is very, very difficult. As a matter of fact, people frown at you standing and being different. So everybody will do something as long as it looks. This is popular opinion. But I like you to understand that even when everybody is doing something, it doesn't make it right. Question is, why are you doing what you are doing? Why do you do what you are doing? Many people don't know why they do what they do. And because of this, they don't have a long-term plan for every action that they take. I'd like you to ask your neighbor, why did you come to church this morning? Please turn to somebody. What did your neighbor say? How many of us came to church to worship this morning? Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. But I'd like you to understand that you did not come here to worship. No. What you came here to do is fellowship. What you came here to do is not an act of worship as it were. Because worship is not just what we do when we sing. Worship is a nature. Worship is a lifestyle. Worship comes from a revelation of who Jesus is. And that revelation brings devotion. And it is from this devotion that we have what we call worship. The adulation. The exaltation. The awe. Something that makes us bow down and worship. Now let me ask you a question. What do you think makes the 24 elders always, every time the Bible says, they keep bowing down and worship Jehovah? Only for them to get up again and the next moment they are bowing down. Are they doing that out of compulsion? No. Each time they get up, there is something about Jehovah they see. And they're like, wait, when we bowed, we didn't see this one. Now we bow again. Not because it is a false bed, because it is an act of understanding. i like you to understand that except you know who you are worshipping, you will not worship right. Please take note of that. You will not worship right. So we did not come here to worship in isolation. We came here to fellowship, to be edified, to be built, to grow. We did not come to God to do God a service in this place. Please take note. You didn't come here to help God. As a matter of fact, God brought us here. God brought you here to do you a favor. Praise God. God brought us here to do us a favor. Now, it is this revelation that made David in the book of Psalms chapter 122 verse 1, he said, I was glad when they said unto me. In fact, I was happy. Some translation says, I was happy with anybody that told me, let us go into the house of the Lord. If you read that from basic English, Bible in basic English, it calls that a song of ascent. That is to say, a song of going up. That is to say, an understanding of the privilege that we are coming to the presence of the Lord to do God a favor of being here for him to favor us so that our world can see his glory. It's called a song of ascent. Praise the Lord. A song of ascent. So worship is not what you do here. When you win a soul, it is worship. Because each soul you win triggers, you start a chorus when you win a soul. And heaven takes over that chorus and there is party in heaven. The Bible says, for there is joy in heaven over one sinner that repents. Hallelujah. When you live right, you are doing God a worship. Now let me come to the student. Praise God. I like to share this testimony with all humility. Starting from my jam, as a matter of fact, starting from Waik, I made up my mind not to cheat. I had F9 in one of the papers in my Waik, and that's because when I came to the hall, I was seeing signs, I didn't know what they were, further mass. I've not heard of integration before. I was seeing S that were very long. And I wrote my name on the question paper and I went home. That was the... So when I came to school, I discovered that I was not cheating up because... I was not afraid. I did not cheat. 
God to take glory by showing to students that pass exams without cheating. Praise God. I like you to understand when the Bible talks about selling the soul to the devil, it's not like the devil will meet you and say, give me your soul. It starts like this. Because when you cheat, you rob God the opportunity to prove himself in you. So how do you worship God in your exam room? Somebody sees you. I remember a day I was sitting in the exam room. Everything I read flew away. And I told God I have a choice. Collect this piece of paper or fail. Better I came out crying two papers but I prayed to God I said show me your mercy in the end this is why I'm giving the testimony there was a young guy that was smoking very badly his name is Ovi he was the first person in our set to start a master's program he wasn't born again when he started a master's program his father died his father was a professor he called me and told me Kingsley you were my motivation for everything you did in school God used it to teach me a lesson and from that day I understood that when you stand and go through the for God to take his glory in you you are doing God worship so who do you worship quickly because of time let me go back to my book and begin to uh, write out some things that the Lord have given me here praise God now in the text that we have read please take notes point to note point number one Jesus is not mindful about where to worship nor how to worship but Jesus is very mindful about who and why we worship. This is because knowing who and why we worship will address where and how to worship. Please take note of that. If you understand the God you worship, it will affect the way you worship. Worship that, what, what, watch this, that everybody that encountered God, their worship and their life changed. For Isaiah, for instance, had been prophesying from, you know, from chapter 1 to chapter 5, but when he encountered the Lord, he forgot about every other thing he had done. So Jesus told the woman, you people actually go to the mountain to worship. But the thing is, you don't know who you worship. You don't have an understanding of the God you worship. Because when you have an understanding of the God you worship, especially in this dispensation, you come to understand that it's not about the location of worship, but the disposition of worship. You understand it's not about the, the how of worship, but the attitude to worship. That's why I like you to understand that when you lift up your voice in prayer, you worship. When you give gifts, you worship. When you live right, you worship. When you help somebody, you worship. Somebody passes and looks at you like, I like this sister, she doesn't tell lies. That is worship. Because by that message, you fulfill what is written in the book of Second Peter chapter 1, from verse 9. Sorry, Second Peter 2 verse 9. It says, for ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. You are being called forth to show forth the glory of him that has redeemed us. How do you show forth the glory except you become worship? Point number two. Jesus was and is very particular about having a personal relationship about who we worship. Praise God. And the benefits of our worship. The eyes of our understanding being enlightened. I like you to understand that it is this understanding that will make people like Stephen. They are stoning Stephen and Stephen is saying, oh God, forgive them. Stephen was praising God being stoned. Stephen had understanding. Paul was going through hardship, but Paul had an understanding. I like you to understand that when you have an understanding of who you are worshiping, you worship him in situations and out of situations. That's why the Bible said in the book of 1 Thessalonians, chapter 5, verse 18, he said, In everything, not for everything, in everything, not for everything. You may not like the circumstances, but in that circumstance, give thanks, for this is the will of God. Somebody, are, are you are you hearing me right now? Say amen. 
in everything give thanks because when you have an understanding of worship you will not you will not bother how your exam is you will come back feeling bad and you say i am not moved by how i feel i know god will help me friends i'm not telling you what god has not done to me now man with all humility there was this our department for some of us that know me in the department if you have spoken with some of our lecturers when they try to describe me they will say that guy had a first class how many of you have heard that have you yes that's what my lecturers say they admitted they made a mistake in calculating my result, just one A difference. So my HOD always calls me, you are a first class student, you know that. Uh, there, was, there was no time to correct the mistake. But that thing disturbed me and it affected my worship. Until one day I came to God and said, God, I let go of this. It was me and David Bassey. We were praying that day and David was like, we let go of this first class thing and we worship you despite our result. Are you getting me? We let it go. And when I did that, there was this peace that came. So it was not about ambition anymore. It was about God, whether you give me a good result or not, we worship you still. I brought this book to show us something, to share a testimony. I remembered one day on the 7th of March, I, 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 I was so afraid, what if we don't make it in life? It was affecting worship and I had to make an affirmation to God. I dropped the fear, what if I don't make it? If I don't make it, if I make it, you are still God. It is written here. This is book, I call this book, Book of Convictions. Are you getting me? It will affect how you worship God. For we overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the words of our testimonies. And they love not their life to the dead. God will help us in the name of Jesus. Point number three. We have been called by God to become extensions of God. How do we do this? We show for the praise of God. When people see us, they are provoked to praise God. When you have an understanding of who you worship, it affects how you worship. We see that this woman Jesus was talking to had some information about Jesus, about God. Ah, we, you, you look like a prophet. But I noticed something in this particular text. When the woman had an encounter with the one we should worship and how we should worship, the same woman that had five husbands. Take note. I understand something from that scripture. The devil always pervert the gift of God. The woman was an evangelist. She had the ability to talk to men. As a matter of, is it ah, the only woman in the village that five men will be tripping one after the other five husbands? As a matter of fact, when she met Jesus, she had her sixth man. So when Jesus said, where are the husband? He said, I don't have a husband. He said, you are, you are in that truth. Because you are staying with a man. You have had five. You are staying with one. It's not your husband. But when she had an encounter with Jesus, Mama, I discovered that that same woman, after the encounter, went back into the village. And when she went and spoke to men, the Bible said, all the men in the village believed. And I discovered that when you encounter the God whom you worship, your life becomes a message. Your life becomes a message. I'd like you to understand also that Satan also needs worship. That's why he has created the confusion to people. A lot of why you don't know where they are going. They don't know who they are serving. In the western world, somebody can wake up today and feel like being a woman. A man feel like being a woman. Amen. A woman wakes up and feel like being a man. As a matter of fact, there is no more ethnicity in America. Somebody wakes up today and says, I feel like Asian. Praise God. I, I don't know. I just feel like Praise God. And then the, the issue of sexuality is becoming confused. This is because the Bible has already told us that when the end shall come, men shall be lovers of themselves. The reason being that they don't know who they worship. So I challenge you, when you come to church, what do you come to do? Do you come because if I don't come, my head will shout. Do you come if I don't come, mama will shout. i like you to understand in the end, it's not mama that will judge you. It's God 
that you will face. And I'd like you to understand that everything you do in worship has a payment. A particular woman had an issue of blood and she was going about for 12 years and the issues was bothering her. But a certain time came that she had a revelation. She heard about Jesus and she knew this was not just a teacher. This was God. Take note. Jesus did not talk to her. But when she knew who to worship, she came. She said to herself, I am going to go to that Jesus. I am going to touch his garment. He doesn't have to know me, but I know him. And when I touched garment, he said, this issue of blood will go. She did. Moved by faith. And she touched the garment and the Bible said the pool of blood dried up. And Jesus turned back and said, wait. Somebody touched me. How did that happen? The woman had an encounter with the bring solution. Who are you worshipping? I ask you. Why do you sing in the choir? We are tired of having church where people just come and let, let me show myself. Any man that had an understanding of who to worship does not sing like a professional. He uses professionalism to worship. Anybody that has an understanding of Jesus does not play like a professional. He uses play to worship because everything put together, the Bible said for all knees should bow at the understanding at the mention, at the name of Jesus. Every knee bows. So every knee, whatever it is, I used it to worship. Even Satan, they worship. They do. I challenge us to change our mindset. The Bible says, when the end shall come, the love of many shall wax Who do you worship? God will help us in the name of Jesus. Worship first is a devotion. This is my definition of worship. Then an adoration. The awe, the adulation, the exaltation that poured out of our hearts that pours out of our spirit that pours out of our souls in honor to God it's not a song singing is not worship but singing is a part of worship singing is not worship sometimes they call somebody please come and sing song and uh, come and worship God and you see somebody come here and raise touch me one more time you are singing a song but that is not worship you are praying. So you can sing in prayer. Feel me again is a prayer. It's not worship. So when they call you to come and worship, I, there was a solution. I was standing where that secretary is sitting. And they were just praying. And God opened my eyes. And I saw God in my back. Very big. They were singing. Since that day, fear died. In, in this church. I, I, and I, I started asking myself, well, if God is this big, I'm, I'm afraid of the wishes of my father's house. Are you kidding me? Since that day, my, my, my understanding about God changed. By the special privilege of God, I've had songs taught to me in dreams. And I wake up and understand worship is not about circumstance. Worship is about understanding of God. And when you understand God, you worship him in circumstance and out of circumstance. That is worship. i like you to understand that Job was a worshiper. That's why Job lost everything. Job lost reputation. I know a lot of people value their reputation. But Job lost everything and Job looked back at the wife. And the wife said, what is wrong with you, this stupid man? Just tell this God away and, and that is it but Job told you think we should take from God and not allow God to take from us and Job said though he slay me I like you to understand that that was worship in the depth of it though he slay me yet will I serve him in first Samuel chapter 30 the Bible speaks about David and David had gone to war to fight and when David had fought he came back hoping to meet his family and the Bible said when David came back they had carried everybody captive the Bible said David was crying but in the midst of the cry, I be at a bring me the bring me. Let me consult God. Let me consult God. In the midst of tears, David remembered God. That's why the Bible said David was a man after God had that. 
means two things. David was a man chasing God's heart. And David was a man that God was always chasing his heart. Why? Are you worshipping? What if you left this place you don't graduate with what you wanted? i like you to understand that I didn't leave my department with the first class. But I benefited from the more than people that made first class. I wish we will understand worship. It will affect the way we serve God. I wish we will understand worship. You come to it was a revelation that made me come to church punctual. It was a revelation. I understood that when service, God releases his angel in the beginning of the service. He takes attendance leaves. At the close of the service, another angel comes. Take attendance leave. When I had that revelation, I was like, I must be in church early. It was a revelation. What revelation do you have of God? It was a revelation of Jesus Christ that made the apostles tell people Peter, for instance, you want to crucify me? Don't worry. Don't crucify me like my master. Uh, crucify me upside down. Uh, because I understand where I'm going. Uh, because where I'm going uh, is more than where I am. For me to live is Christ. To die is gain. That is worship. Come on, friends. When you don't make it, do you still worship? When you don't have food in your house, do you still worship? When the family looks scattered, do you still worship? The Bible said, Noah moved with fear, builded an ark. Noah had a scattered family. Take note, but he still worshiped God. Oh, God help me. Point number two, worship is not singing. Slow songs. But singing is an instrument of worship. Worship is everything that the believer does to please God. Faith is worship. By faith, Abel offered a more excellent offering than Cain. I like you to understand that what Abel had was a revelation of God. That is why, if you notice, the scripture is written in pointing to Jesus. Everything in the Old Testament is a shadow of Jesus to come. Jesus was the blood sacrifice, and now because Abel had an understanding of who God was, he brought a blood sacrifice. Now, this picture that Cain brought tiny things. No. Cain did not have a revelation of Jesus. It would have been a blood sacrifice. Abel made a sacrifice by understanding. And the Bible records in the book of Hebrews 3, Hebrews 11 verse 3, he said, Abel by faith offered the most excellent sacrifice and his gift was counted for righteousness. He had an understanding. i like you to understand there is no way in Genesis where the devil killed anybody. True or false? Have you ever seen anywhere in scripture where in Genesis where the Bible said the devil killed anybody? But in the book of Hebrews, the Bible said Satan was a murderer from the beginning. That is to say, when Cain killed his brother, it wasn't Cain, it was Satan that killed Cain, that killed Abel. He was only residing inside of Abel. Why? Because Abel made an allegiance to know God and Cain made an allegiance to know the world. What do you worship, my friend? Oh, Shapara, I don't want you to leave here and have your worship misconstrued. You can bring somebody to God by your academics. I remember God serving Brown Joseph doing. Uh, we used to sit together and write exam. One day he was stopped. I was tempted to break our oath. Our oath was no cheating. God be glorified. I told him, sir, can I show you? He told me, Kingsley, face your front. We fail honorably that God be glorified. I won't be surprised that one day he's the governor of this state. I won't be. When you don't cheat, see, when you cheat, you are gradually selling your soul. You think the devil is going to come forcefully? No. Because he's robbing you. If you cheat to have a result, you will cheat to maintain an office. If you cheat to maintain an office, you become a bad politician. Buari them and all those people, they didn't start one day. Small, small cheatings here and there. But what God will not give me, I don't want it. That is worship. Faith is worship. The Bible said in Hebrews chapter 6, 11 verse 6, it said, for without faith, 
is impossible. To, that means if you don't have faith, don't even try it. God, can, when the Bible says it's impossible, it means it. It's impossible to please God. Winning a soul is worship. Living right is worship. Obedience is worship. We worship when we pray. We worship when we serve. Ah, It takes a revelation and truly, you know, having an understanding of worship to bring revival. When the woman encountered Jesus, the same prostitutious woman, permit that English, the same prostitutious woman, take note, those men she was with were still in the city. But her testimony brought the men. The Bible said the men believed. They, they had not seen Jesus. But their test, her testimony made them believe. I see God moving somebody. That thing that has been scaring you. Oftentimes when they say, let's go for evangelism, you are thinking, how do I go back to that place where I messed up? But i like you to understand that Moses ran away from where he messed up. And God told him, go back there, you are the leader. Moses ran from Pharaoh. Moses encountered God in the burning bush. God told him, what do you have in your hand? Moses said, I don't have anything. I, I don't even believe in myself. And God said, drop that stick you carry. Moses dropped the stick. The Bible said, and the stick became a serpent. Moses ran again in the presence of God. <laughs> but God had to tell him, the same thing you are running from, pick it. And he said, come back, pick that snake from the tail. Take note, the snake was not a staff. It was still a snake. God said, pick the snake. Because by faith, you don't have to see the result. Just make a move. You think worthy. Is there anybody that is worthy? The most perfect of us is filthy rats before God. Our worship must be right. This revelation comes by the Holy Spirit. It takes the Holy Spirit to worship. The Holy Spirit reveals Jesus. Oh, help me, Father. The Holy Spirit stirs in up the faith and the passion to worship. It is the Holy Spirit that makes you sit in an exam hall and say, God, I know I didn't read well, but I'm not going to cheat. Whatever happens to this result, they will laugh at me, but glorify yourself. I like you to understand when they were stoning the apostles, it wasn't sweet, it was shameful. But in it, they glorify God. Worship is not what we do when all is well. Worship is what we do when we are confused, when God is far away, when we don't feel God. That is worship. Worship is what we do when God seems to be silent and we are afraid. And you say, God, I may not feel you right now, but God, I know you did it yesterday, you will do it again. That is worship, my friend. It is this understanding. Many of the songs that are moving the world today, there are songs born out of encounter, not songs they wrote. I will put you in front. That person was talking about his conviction. Many of the songs that cause this wave today is not a song that somebody just let me write and sell music. People are telling you their stories. People, they are telling you their encounters. I like you to understand worship is what we do when we don't feel like it. When a man knows who is worshiping, everything about him begins to change. Friends, I round up with this one. There is a worship that provokes revival. There is a worship that draws men to God. You can become that living sacrifice. Your life can become that living sacrifice. You can raise a voice and it becomes a voice that drags generation to God. Elijah said, if God be God, serve God. If Baal be Baal, serve God. But today we are going to prove it. He did not sing. He worshipped. Evening sacrifice. I like what the Bible said in the book of Psalm 41, 141 verse 1. Verse 2 rather. He said, let my prayer be set before thee as incense. 
and they lift, that's why I lift up my hands. He said, and they lifted up my hands as evening sacrifice. So when they are worshiping in church, I lift up my hands in understanding that I'm offering, offering evening sacrifice. Do you have an understanding of why you worship? This worship must be done according to pattern. Worship must be done according to pattern. Cain did not worship according to pattern. The rich fool did not worship according to pattern. After he has made it, oh my soul, who gave you the soul? Sit down and eat. Rest. And he forgot the one he ought to worship. And the Bible said, the God who owns worship came to him and said, sir, that soul that should rest, I need it. Now go and eat what you gathered. The rich fool worshiped out of pattern. But watch everybody that had understanding of Jesus. The same Peter that denied Jesus. The same Peter when he understood Jesus. His worship changed and his word brought revival. How is your life bringing revival? Can we stand on our feet? I'd like you to begin to ponder. Did you just come here? If the owner of your life were to appear, will you make it? Will you be found worthy in his hand? How is your office? How is your worship? I'd like you to understand that before God accepts your worship, he accepts you first. He said to Cain, why are you wrong? If you were right, will I have not have accepted your offering? Please check yourself. This is not a time to deceive anybody. People don't like to hear about death, but the truth is you will die. Everybody will die. But if you were to drop, will you make it before him? Worship starts from a devotion. It starts from giving Jesus our souls. I want to invite somebody here who is struggling with something and say, Jesus, I want my life to become a worship. I have found peace, my friends, because I have made peace with God. I don't have to struggle to make it. I will do my best, but it is in your hand that I make it. I will work as hard as I need to work, as smart as I need to work. Is there somebody here who says, I'm tired of living that life of pretense? Let my life bring you worship. Will you let the devil that did not create you have you? Everybody bow your head. Please. You want to make it right with Jesus, the owner of worship. You are not coming to meet me. Set it right with him. There is a song that says, I surrender my heart to you. That is the greatest worship that you can give him. Your heart becomes a living sacrifice. I surrender all to you. Is there anybody in this place? Please, ashamed the devil and step out. Step out. Let's worship right. Worship must begin by submitting your soul to Jesus. Worship must begin by making it right with Jesus. Worship must begin by making your life right with Jesus. That boy, will you go to hell with him? Or do you have to decide? On the day of judgment, you will stand alone. How is your worship? It's not a moment to sing. I'd like you to understand. Ah, if you were to be appear, will you see him as he is? It's not about the songs we sing. It's about our eternal destiny. What worship are you giving to God? Is it a worship that brings about evil fire? Ah! Shaka bias! I don't want to be a condemnation. I don't want to be a condemnation like Cain. I want to worship right. Somebody please. Somebody please. I don't want this message to be a judgment to you. But God spoke to me that there are people here that need to lay down their lives in worship. That need to lay down their hearts in worship. I don't want to live there and the devil holds you in ransom. Take it down. You are he. You are he now. Of your way. As we go down. You are he. 
why you are worshipping. For those of you that will write exams tomorrow, what history would you left in, live in Akwaibo State University? Those of us in front, I'd like you to begin to pray. Lord, I want my heart to be a heart of worship. Make me a living sacrifice. Every other person, close your eyes and say, Lord, teach me to worship right. That may know and the power of your restoration. That's all that is important. If all I get is Jesus, is enough. In Jesus' mighty name. Father, you sent me as an errand. I have seen you save me. I'd like you to understand that from when I was a youth, I was in the company of prostitutes. But why I would not, every work I work was just sending me to a prostitute house. Guinness. I work with Guinness. I work with Nigerian breweries. But somehow my interest was not there. God was interested in this destiny. And then he kept me until one day I cried out and he brought me out. He can bring you out too. It doesn't matter where you are. If only you would just say yes. The woman acknowledged Jesus as the Messiah, as the prophet, and her life changed instanter. Father, for these that are here, just as you brought me out and you are holding me up till today, hold these ones in the name of Jesus. I cover them with the blood of Jesus. And let everyone in the congregation of God, whom you have sowed this seed in their heart, let their destinies and their lives begin to change. And in the end, cause us to worship you right. In Jesus' mighty name. Please, can you stand up, sir? I congratulate you. The Lord that sustains will sustain you. In the name of Jesus, I congratulate you. The Lord that sustains will sustain you. In the name of Jesus Christ. I'd like us to pray, Father. This is chapel of praise. Make us a place of worship that will bring us revival. Lift up your voice and begin to pray now. Please lift up your voice and begin to pray. Worship that brings revival. Worship that I may know who I worship. When I know him, I will fear him. Worship. Thank you, Holy Ghost. In Jesus' mighty name we are praying.